Do you hate your job? Of course you do. So do Liz and Noah. Now it's time to join their conversation so you can figure out how to quit your soul-crushing job. So welcome to a very special episode, a mystery episode. Are you excited, Liz? Tell us how you're feeling. Well, okay, so normally I don't get much of a clue of what each podcast is going to be that yes. far ahead. Yes. <laughs> so maybe just slightly more surprise than normal, but usually mm-hmm. I don't get a lot of time to prep. It's it's pretty off the cuff for me. Yeah. I don't know if most of our listeners know that. Probably not. Well, so that does two things. One, it allows us to hopefully get better at just having impromptu conversations so we never have to waste our time prepping. And then the other is it's like, since we're the surrogate couple for people, it's like an impromptu conversation that comes up, like conversations normally do. Yeah, no, I think it's worked out pretty great so far and I enjoy it like I like doing it I do wish I had a little bit more time to prep sometimes but that's just because I'm a planner yeah so that's just part of my personality it's kind of unfair for me too because a lot of times I'll think about it all day yeah yeah so you'll think about it all day long and know the topic and the questions Mm -hmm. and everything and I just kind of show up that's I still fuck it up though (laughs) So, um, so yeah, but I don't even know what the topic is. Like usually yeah. you'll say we're going to talk about our finances yeah, or something and that's about it. And, and you'll then, usually have some time, like maybe half an hour, an hour or something to think about it before we do it or an evening. Yeah. yeah. So today I'm, I want to ask you, we did a really brief, maybe 30 second overview of wandering rosebuds early on. So now I want you to give me more of like a two or three minute view of what Wandering Rosebuds is. Oh boy. (laughs) So you mean like story from beginning to end or kind of what it is right now? What would you describe Wandering Rosebuds to a potential customer in two or three minutes? Okay, well, so it's brand new. It's just like a side hustle passion project that I created with my sister Kirsten my youngest sister and it's yeah it's so new we're actually still trying to formulate what it is but it's a pop-up format clothing business with a little bit of social media thrown in I don't believe I've had any sales through social media or online Um, Leads? That's a great question. I thought you had some feedback from maybe they were like loose friends on Facebook or something, at least, of people who aren't just here in Fort Wayne. Um, No, I think it's kind of been, it's been in my circle of friends. Okay. But yeah, it's, it's a mix of new and vintage clothing and accessories that we kind of curate. So it's, it's pretty small. It's not a ton of products at this point and then it's also intentional to be that way because we don't have a brick and mortar location yeah so describe what a pop-up is yeah so a pop-up means we'll travel and set up somewhere for an afternoon or we've done a couple house 
pop-ups. Um, so kind of like direct sales, like if you're thinking like Mary Kay or Pampered Chef where someone would go and try and sell products. But I guess the difference is we'll take our inventory with us. Mm -hmm. So for the pop-ups, like we did one last month in Columbia City, which is a town near Fort Wayne. And they were doing like a winter Valentine's Day bash, I think they called it. So they had rented out like a, a location downtown that wasn't being used. And so there were a bunch of vendors there that set up for the afternoon. And then, so like I was saying, with the inventory we have, we take it all and just try and sell it. So I guess it's a little different than like Mary Kay or Avon where you're looking at catalogs and it gets mailed to you later. Like you order, you might try product. Right. So yeah, and we try and focus on things that are easy to wear, versatile, and we try and appeal to a broad audience. And of course I say that without having a ton of feedback at this point, but I know... It's women's clothing only too, right? It, yeah, at this point it's women's clothing only. And I know my mom has bought product from us that she gifted to my nieces who are a bit younger. They're like 12 and 13, maybe on the young, mm -hmm. our youngest customer end. And then, but my mom has also purchased items. Um, okay. So that's why I, I also feel somewhat safe saying that it appeals to a broader audience because I don't think we try and be overly youthful, but also not overly conservative and boring in the things we select okay and so what was your what was your inspiration for starting wandering rosebuds um i think it was partially being inspired by you wanting to create the land business and just having a real project well real business you could kind of sink your teeth into and I wanted to find something that I could try and take some ownership of that was also a little bit more creative and like I felt fit just my my personal interests because I am mm -hmm. personally interested in things like clothing and accessories so it's just right. something I like I have fun with and so that made it sound kind of fun to try and venture into and so I I went to Kirsten because I felt like she was also in a place where maybe she would want some involvement in a business venture type thing okay because right now she's not working full-time and I also knew she might right. be able to dedicate more time okay. to it as well so would you say and this isn't like to steal credit or anything like that but would you say it was kind of your idea that you brought to her yes um actually i had her or i t i contacted her and wanted to meet up at a local coffee shop called the friendly fox which we loved and we lived like two blocks from at the time mm -hmm. and so i mean you and me lived yeah. two blocks from so i don't know if i even prefaced it at all i might have said something like i have an idea i want to run by you Mm -hmm. And so she met up with me and I just when, pitched. When was this? This would have been late fall. Of 17? Yeah. Okay. I think so. That sounds Cause, right. Yeah. Because it wasn't, because last year, the all of 18, we existed like 
Okay. In some way. Yeah. So it was like towards the end of 2017. So I pitched it to her. I just said, hey, I just, I feel like doing this project. Um, I need to feel inspired again. I really enjoy like clothing and accessories and all of that. So that's why I was looking into that versus like some of the other things that people do, like Pampered Chef. Like I don't have a passion for that naturally. Yeah. So So would you say it was more of, I mean, you refer to it as a passion project. So would you say it's in your mind, it was a way to have a creative outlet more than anything else? I think so. It's hard to even nail down at this point. Like what were your, could you name like your top three things that you wanted to get out of it in any order Mm -hmm. or like your number one? And number two? Well, I think in a way it was to prove to myself that I could create something like that and Mm -hmm. like also do it at my own pace. So what was great is when we met because of my sister's personality, the thing I I also kind of um, that we talked about was if we're in control, if it's our thing, we can do it at our own pace. So it's not like when you're working at a retail store and it's all top-down pressure so we could kind of relax a little bit so it was to Mm -hmm. like it was to control I don't know maybe I'm just a control freak now that I think about (laughs) it but because that was also why we didn't go with like direct sales clothing companies yeah that already exists like there are companies that you can work for that do that that sell clothing right already right Um, and I can't think of any now off the top of my head but I know it exists but the problem was I didn't like any of the clothes (laughs) so that was the other thing creative control I did want the creative control because for me it's so important that I'm behind the product and what I'm selling yeah because I'm not the person that can sell what is the expression like ice to an Eskimo yeah Mm -hmm. like we're not allowed to Eskimo is no longer cool but that's, that's the uh, saying. Yeah. This. Well, yeah. So. Um, Oil to a whale. Okay. Oil to a whale. So, yeah, I'm, I can be, I think, a great salesperson when I, when I feel like I can get behind the product that I'm selling. Yeah. So, I think initially, I probably just Googled different direct sales type things to see if there was something out there that resonated with me mm-hmm. that... I would also enjoy. So part of it selfishly yeah. is I want to enjoy it. So like if if we get product in that I like, mm-hmm. like I can I can have it really yeah. if I if I want. Yeah. Like and ideally that is like I should want to have everything. Yeah. Because then I can How many sell it. Articles of clothing have you ordered for the business and kept for yourself? Hmm. Maybe two or three. Okay. Uh, well. Yeah, maybe two or three of the, at least of the newer, like the the things that are, that we buy wholesale to resell. So what's a ballpark of how many items you've bought wholesale and a ballpark of how many items you've bought thrifting? So I think for retail, we've done about three or four orders and each of those orders had about four items. So we usually do... Four items in each item in multiple sizes? Correct. Okay. So four individual items that come in 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 like small, medium, and large. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. And then the thrifted items, it's more, but because we're not getting in multiples, so it'll sound Mm -hmm. 
a lot higher, but and I don't actually have a number on that, but it might be like twenty. Okay. Um, and how many orders did you say you did wholesale? I think three or four. And so each so, item you'd get like what five of? It varies. So you're yeah, talking about on average about a hundred, probably somewhere in the vicinity of of in like just inventory wise, like yeah. pieces. Okay. Yeah. 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 See, and I don't have any of these things in front of me since I, know, I didn't know I what know. this episode was about. I know. Well, there's a, we'll, we'll cover that but, later. <laughs> so. Oh, no. No, it's okay. It's okay. So do you have, do you know how many pop-ups you did in 2018? I think it was two. Two. Okay. Yes. And were they, I mean, you sold something at each of them, right? Yes. Okay. And have you, so I know you have a bank account. I don't know if there's anything in it because I don't have access to it, but have mostly everything you've sold gone back into buying more products for the most part yes yeah for yeah okay for the most part yes and how many pop-ups have you done so far this year well also two okay but you have some scheduled right i have well there there's yeah some potential on the horizon and last year so it doesn't sound like we did a lot in the whole year because it was like two but also because we were just trying to take our time and figure things out which we're still doing (laughs) um i decided this year my goal was trying to do one a month okay so far so good then yeah so so far so good because then that's also a huge jump without scheduling a lot we would have gone from two in one year to 12 in the next year which is actually a pretty significant jump yeah. Even though it's only one a month. But we didn't set goals. That's a 6X, baby. It is. So we didn't <laughs> set goals for ourselves last year. And so okay. in also learning more and like observing you and like talking about goals and yeah. projections, I was like, oh, maybe I should set some goals <laughs> for the next year as a business yeah. owner. Well, that was the next thing I was going to ask you was yeah. about your goals. So yeah. What else? I mean, so one a month, is that like your only out loud, on paper, agreed upon goal for the year? Well, the other one was to launch a website slash blog. Okay. Which... I know you've been writing. Yeah, and that's actually... The blog part's up. Okay. That is right. Is that just like on Blogspot or something? I used Wix.com to create the site, and it's actually called WanderingRosebuds.com. I got oh, okay. the domain. But so, it's, oh, it's not live yet? It is live. Oh, I thought you said it wasn't. Okay. Yeah, just, but not the store part. Oh, So okay. kind of like also like our land business and the, we kind of do f- before we know what we're doing. Like yeah. Like just mm-hmm. do and then learn. Yeah. So it sounds really backwards, but yeah, we don't have the actual store part <laughs> of the website up. Yeah. Because I'm learning how to do that. Okay. And last year we were trying to do things like sales through Instagram and Facebook, which I still mm-hmm. have a lot to learn about, I'm sure. And yeah. like and you've made suggestions that we haven't even acted upon yet either mm-hmm. that I think are still worth looking into and trying yeah. and incorporating like in our social media plan. So yeah, so my other goals would be to try and and do some of those things like doing live sales on Facebook. Yeah, so, I think that would be Yeah, yeah that'd be see, good. I know you're perking up because you suggested <laughs> that. Yeah. Hey, everyone, we've got to take a quick break to tell you about our sponsors. Hey, all you quitheads. Does this sound like you? I sure fucking love that Liz and Noah and their amazing free podcast, When Can I Quit My Job? But I have a big problem. 
at the end of every month, it seems like I have an extra five, 10, or even $25 left over, and I fucking hate it! Hi, I'm Jane, everybody. Like most people, I have access to the internets. And like most people, sometimes I buy shit on the Amazons. And like anyone in their right mind, I fucking love the When Can I Quit My Job podcast. If this sounds like you, I have terrific news. Tell me more! To make things clear, there are two ways you can support our podcast, and they're both on whencanIquitmyjobshow.com. We have our Patreon link, which you can subscribe for 5 10 or $25 a month. We also have an Amazon link where you can buy things at the same price you normally would, and a percentage of it goes to support us. Please feel free to continue to listen for free. We would also love your support. Fucking love it! So it would be looking at doing, well, creating a little bit more of a social media plan. So mm-hmm. we have something like that kind of set up for our land business. Again, I don't know if that needs yeah. editing and like, but we have a flow. Like there is a bit of a Everything flow for what editing. I do. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I do have like somewhat of a plan. Like we have mm-hmm. regular posts for the okay. land and the. Yes. In this podcast, like, so that's right. kind of not all the content is written or anything like that, but I already have like a rhythm and a schedule for that. That's not in place for Wandering Rosebuds. I don't have that in place. So what I would okay. like to do for this year is have something like that in place. So that's a goal. Right. Um, getting the shopping part up on the website. Mm-hmm. So that's another goal. And then yeah. the 12 pop-ups. Per year okay or well this year yeah 12 minimum or 12 well 12 minimum okay like that's i will sp- be happy if i if we accomplish that i would be very happy if we accomplished 12. is that a reach goal hmm maybe i don't know i think well i think we can too don't say but okay <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> and oh so i was just talking about the goals yeah so I think that's all that I have off the top of my head. Just those when, three goals. When you and Kirsten get together, okay, do you view it? Do you kind of, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I think you asked, when you asked about the, like the bank account, or no, you asked about the money that we brought in, does it go back in? Yes. So, did you say into the business? Yeah. Oh, okay. I couldn't remember if you know, just asked. Neither of you have taken money out yeah. for yourselves. Right. Yeah. And part of that has gone towards like buying the domain. It's not all like buying product. Okay. But yeah. It, yeah. So some of it operating expenses and some of Correct. it for inventory. Yes. Got it. Um, and then, I, so I was going to ask you about your dynamic as business owners. Do you view mm. it as mostly 50 50 or do you think like you're kind of the idea person i mean do you view it like you and me in our business sort of where i kind of take creative control of some aspects Mm -hmm. of it or is it pretty much 50 50 from from, i think yeah well from what i see it seems like you maybe come up with more of the direction changing ideas or you know maybe i can i don't really know because i don't see your guys meetings or anything so Yeah, well, I would say that because I came to her with it and it was kind of my idea. Yeah, Um, but maybe because of lack of self-confidence in myself to do it, 
I felt mm-hmm. like I wanted and needed that support from somebody else. And so she okay. plays a key role that way for me. Yeah. And it's just nice to have another set of eyes on things. Like when we've done the wholesale orders, she's always there for that. Yeah. To make sure it makes sense and like all the pieces will go together. Yeah. So I think I do, maybe because of my controlling nature, <laughs> have a tendency to do that. Yeah. And as far as I know, she's okay with that. I don't... She seems like it to me, but... Yeah. You know. Like, I think she That's enjoys, her personality type, too. Yeah. So, I mean, unless I'm really, you know, grossly off on that, I think it's just yeah. kind of like that how we operate is that... I kind of have the idea or have the initiative um, and then she'll go with the flow and help execute and support right. how I need. Okay. Um, so it's just nice to have another kind of go-to person, even if it's for moral support like yeah. or emotional support, like right. stuff like that. Yeah. And like to have a cheerleader who also has some skin in the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, so I think what little you've observed, that's pretty pretty close. Okay. So I, I have a question about your goal. It seems like your main goal is to do the 12 pop-up shop this year. So is that a step in a direction? I guess like last year you had two. This year you had 12. Do you know what you're building toward long-term? Like, or have you discussed that? No. No. Oh, no, I'm totally honest no well other than i mean you and i have talked about how i love the idea of a brick and mortar but yeah i I mean i know why you think it's not a good idea and (laughs) it makes like with how things are going with stores are closing all the time so like maybe initially or like in a perfect world mm-hmm. that's my kind of dream is to do that but the only way i think we could is pull that it off kirsten is she in on that as well or have I you think talked so. to her about it oh my i mean i think she would love that yeah <laughs> if, but you haven't discussed yeah. it specifically no but only because it, it feels like it would be such a far off thing yeah and just because of timing yeah and uh, yeah like i'm sure we've had a moment where we've said it'd be so great if we could just have the store or something yeah. but yeah. there there hasn't been plans to do that and it can be hard to do that even long term because you and i have talked about moving right so in and some how- ways it doesn't make sense to even move towards that in a way because Mm -hmm. we don't know where we'll be if we're gonna end up staying in fort wayne or if we will move somewhere even temporarily like if we want to try living somewhere for a year so it doesn't make sense to try and work towards a brick and mortar shop okay not not quite in my mind yeah um and we'd have to figure out a way like to make it more i think you've said it like service based like it can't just be a store anymore because so many other things are popping up and making it easier to shop online or more desirable to shop online yeah so quicker cheaper yeah easier so i mean but yeah if in a perfect world for me i think i would really love having a physical space to curate and make beautiful and sell things and services 
to people. Yeah. Well, so... But that's not from... It's not like that was necessarily the reason we started. Yeah. Or... Well, I guess... So, you've got a goal for this year, and I assume it's to build towards something. And so, I guess, have you and Kirsten had that conversation yet of what you would ideally be building toward? I don't think we have. I think it was... Well, I wish she was here to, yeah. <laughs> to corroborate um, my story. Yeah. But no, I think it was just to do something. It, I think we just wanted to start something just to start it. Yeah. At first. And, and then with our just busy kind of schedules. kind of our MO. Yeah. Kind, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, a, yeah, like our, our MO. Somewhat. Um, so I think that's something we should talk about. And it's funny that we're recording this today because I had actually texted her mm -hmm. this past week yeah to tell her we should meet because it's been a while yeah <laughs> and we needed to touch base about things like scheduling our next pop-up yeah and and then maybe revisiting these kinds of goals right okay so so I'm going to reveal something okay okay <laughs> the reason I didn't tell you about this episode it's not fully about what you think so i i am very interested because i didn't know most of that stuff about wandering rosebud so but it, i wasn't trying to like trap you or be like aha see you don't know anything about your own business or something if that's what you're thinking but, yeah no i didn't think that because well, i thought you might think that when i told when i didn't tell you what the episode was about and then i started asking you about like your <laughs> sales and stuff like that yeah but actually, it kind of ties into a book I read not too long ago. I told you a little mm -hmm. bit about called Instant Influence. And mm -hmm. I was thinking about something, I think most, uh, a lot of the day yesterday. And so I had an idea of something that I thought would be helpful for you in your business. And my, my normal way of doing it, well, I'll demonstrate that in a moment. But so the, the theory on Instant Influence is basically if you ask a person the question they give is why might you want to change but I didn't use that question but so the thought I had was that it would be beneficial if you and Kirsten had an end goal in mind because then you can align your goals mm -hmm. along the way as a step toward something a final picture of what you have in mind which yeah. I wasn't sure if you had or not but I didn't think you did but normally I would have said something like hey Liz like I was thinking about this today and it might be maybe you and Kirsten could talk about, you know, if you have like a long term goal or something like that, which actually actually like psychologically speaking is a demotivator because oh. I'm giving you an idea, which is on some level almost like a directive. And it also robs you of the opportunity for it to be your own idea. And it robs you of the chance of discovering it in your own mind that it would be something that's beneficial to you. So even though mm -hmm. I try to come at it in the nicest way possible traditionally and like something that's going to be helpful to you in my mind, the way I present it is demotivating, which, you know, I just recently realized. So I probably do that a lot. That's how I present ideas and it's just the wrong way. So I wasn't trying to like, do you feel manipulated right now? No. Okay. Because I wasn't trying to manipulate, but I was trying to have you answer questions from your own mind in s coming at it slightly from the perspective I was thinking and see mm -hmm. if you did feel the same way I felt without me telling you you should feel that way. Yeah. So by asking you questions and letting you discover that in your own mind, like 
so do, mm-hmm. do you now are you feeling like it might be a value to think of a long-term goal for wandering rosebuds yeah and i've i've thought that or maybe not in that exact way yeah i've to myself thought like about having more direction in what we sell or how we sell it so maybe not in the exact way thinking like long-term goal for wandering rosebuds but yeah. clearing up like even what it is we offer and yeah like, having a clear like, vision yeah like a clear vision for that and like like is it too messy to try and do vintage things and new things like right. retail things should we just focus on retail should we just focus on vintage right um well i don't even know like if someday you want this to be what you do for a living because you haven't discussed it with me and because i don't know if you've figured that out for yourself yeah well i think it's because of maybe the lack of clarity and vision of it yeah in a way so i i've known that that needs to happen so i don't know if it's exactly the same as what you're talking about or asking me but i think it correlates i think they yeah i think well, there's some there's a similarity or overlap in my own mind i'm comparing it to our business our land business and the goals that we have are very specific and for specific reasons and our steps toward our ultimate goal. And there's there's a saying that I can't even think of right now, but it's something along the lines of if you don't know where you're going, you can never know if you're getting closer. So like having 12 mm-hmm. pop-up shops this year is an improvement, uh, you yeah. one would think, but... Towards what? Towards what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, or why? Yeah. You know? 12, yes, 12 is more than two, but why 12? Why not 24? And, you know, and 12 is going to get us closer to what? I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it could also help you come up with more specific goals. Like if your goal is to supplement both of your incomes by $5,000 a year or something like that, and, you know, or whatever, you can come up with more specific goals and more useful and actionable goals yeah but i mean that that part of it is not using the instant influence and is just it's kind of preachy but you see what i'm saying yeah yeah Yeah. so that's all i was getting at so i don't know did you what did you think of this conversation (laughs) (laughs) well in a way it I was thinking about this too and it's how I think I have trouble promoting myself because I feel like because it's just me and my sister a lot Mm -hmm. of it feels like it's promoting us or myself so it can feel very vulnerable um, and I don't think I realized that like how vulnerable Mm. I could feel yeah so like for example I actually don't think I post a lot about this on my actual Facebook page like my personal one and I was thinking about you totally should. That, yeah, but I'm nervous too. Yeah. Well, all and sales is self-promotion. Yeah. So that's been something I've been working through, I think. And like, yeah. so even talking about it now, I think it's a little bit of a lesson in self-confidence and like yeah. working through that and promoting promoting me and myself and feeling okay with that. Because yeah, it's... Well, yeah, that, that'll be a bridge you have to yeah. cross if you want to be more than a hobby. Right. So... I think attention yes I have to get people's attention you're gonna have to jump into your next pop-up shop through the roof with a parachute Uh, I thought you were gonna say like Michael Douglas in the game I don't know why (laughs) like jump in through the ceiling 
That's great <laughs> too on a big X. <laughs> yeah. But it's breakaway glass, but it can still cut you. Now I lost my train of thought and thinking Self promotion, about- sorry. Go ahead. So something you have to get more comfortable with, your Facebook page. Well, in any case, I know that it's kind of I need to get out of the way of myself, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. To to be successful and def- and defining what what is success for us. So, I mean, admittedly, it can feel a little bit lost, like, Mm -hmm. so even giving myself a goal of 12 pop-ups in a year Mm -hmm. felt, felt better, like, felt like working towards something. Yeah. Because we didn't do that at all last year, Mm -hmm. and, I mean, only being a year old just having a meeting about goals when we were just really kind of lax about it felt like oh okay like we're a real business we have <laughs> <Yeah>. a goal <laughs> yeah <laughs> 12 pop-ups per year awesome <laughs> yeah better than two yeah better yeah exactly so in that way i think we were trying to celebrate the little successes even though we don't know what we're working towards yeah well, maybe you fired and maybe it's time to aim. Yeah, exactly. Ready, fire, aim. Exactly. So, yeah, this is a very timely podcast because I feel like we were going to talk about this a little bit. So I'm hoping to meet with Kirsten and now even have a little bit more to talk about. So it was, in a way, maybe nice that you surprised me with this podcast before she and I met. Yeah, happy <laughs> but, coincidence. Oh, I do remember... The other thing that I know we're trying to work towards and that I think it's why it's hard for me to self-promote and that's trying to figure out what value we add to our customers. Oh. So I think to me that's like the important thing is how we can how we can stand out uh-huh. and how and in that way add value. Yeah. Because there are other people who do pop-ups. Certainly you can buy clothing online. You yeah. can buy clothing in stores. So you guys what could is... totally do a shtick, like whatever it is. Like, oh, that's the yeah. pop-up shop that does this. So, yeah, that's what I think we also, what I want to try and do is for it to somehow be our little niche or just a part, like something that is like, okay, this is how we add value to people's lives or to our customers. Yeah. And I think because I don't have a firm grasp on it, that's also why it's hard for me to self-promote. Yeah. Because otherwise it's just like, it feels like, oh yeah, we just, we do this. And <laughs> like. Yeah. Just like everybody else who does this. Yeah. Just like everyone else. And so because I don't want that, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to come across that way. I think that's why I've held back. Okay. So I want to figure out if there's something we can offer that we're not, or if there's a message or something there already that we're not seeing and promoting. Yeah. That I think is is going to be key and also goes along with what we're talking about. Yeah. So For sure. Cool. Well, <laughs> I'm excited to hear the follow-up or what you guys figure out. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you want to add? Well, I guess I probably should add that you should go visit the blog. Yeah. WonderingRosebuds.com. But knowing that right now there's not a shopping section. Right now it's it's just a blog that it's, has articles that I write about related to clothing and where can they where can they find your stuff to buy? 
Can they find it on Facebook? On Facebook. We have a Facebook page and an Instagram account. And so it has items to sort to look through? You can look through. It's not set up that you like click on something to buy. But you could But you can message. inquire. Yep. Yeah, you can direct message me if you see something you like. There you go. Awesome. Well, thanks for yeah. telling us about Wandering Rosebuds, Liz. Yeah. And uh, that's it. Goodbye, everybody. That's the show for today. Thanks for tuning in. Remember to find us on whencanIquitmyjobshow.com and support us there, as well as Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and also in iTunes.